folks. Hello and welcome to another edition of RSF Radio. I'm your host, Joe Monday, uh, and today is November. Um, no, it's, De- it's December now. Ah, oh, shit. How did I forget that? How can I forget that it's December with all the Christmas spirit floating around? I, no, I was. I only said it because I was just out at the store with my wife, and it is. I don't, it's abrasive every year, but I guess I don't know. I'm a little. It's it's too much. It's too much. I, I can't stand it. And also, while we were out, uh, my wife accidentally dropped a roll of of uh, like glitter ribbon. We didn't realize it was glitter ribbon at the time until I looked at the floor uh, after she had dropped it on top of her shoes. Uh, and her, just, her shoes were just covered in glitter. And and she, I wouldn't let her back in the house, actually. She's still outside. Uh, it's about, like, 30-ish degrees outside, wind chill, like, 14. But uh, I can't have that that sinful glitter in my house. I can't have that business in on this house. I don't. Uh, this is a good Christian family house. There's no such devilish... Devices allowed in in this abode. Say nay to that. Uh, but aside from that, aside from my wife who might die of uh, of the, from the wind chill alone, uh, at least my house is glitter free. But hey, Capcom Cup is coming around the corner. Uh, we've got. I'm actually kind of I'm actually really excited about. Uh, Capcom Cup coming up, specifically uh, Last Chance Qualifier. I think that tournament in particular, there are going to be too many matches, too many incredible matches to be able to put them on stream. Uh, I hope that most of them get to be on stream, but even if you take a look at the pools, uh, which we'll get into here in a second, even if you do that, it's there's too many like going on at the same time where it even in like in pool A wave A and wave B it's just there's going to be so many good matches and I I for one uh, cannot wait for that Uh, it's going to be an incredible tournament and I kind of want to run a breakdown of that before today's going to be a little bit different by the way uh, if you've never listened before to RSF Radio, we typically go in and cover the entire week of what's been happening on our Street Fighter, which there actually has been a lot of really good, interesting posts uh, on our Street Fighter uh, this past week. A lot of really good tech posts. It's actually, oh man, this one actually got me, uh, where a, someone posted a, uh, and I should remember his name, but someone posted a very long thread on specifically how to beat Balrog's tat. Uh and it's like, you can't complain anymore. Here it is, with basically every character where you just, you you jab, tick throw, option select it, and ev- like pretty much every character can deal with it. It's not an issue. Uh, and then like later on today, I, I saw the same, the same day, saw that post earlier today of how to be tap, and I was like, here you go kids, deal with that, eat that, adapt. No more excuses. Uh, but then, not even a couple hours ago, saw uh, Matt Edwards have a tweet that said, they're all minus two now. Which he didn't really say. He didn't specifically say that it was tat. But I think that it was alluded to enough to where... I, I'm i under the impression, at least, that they're going to change Balrog's, Balrog's tap to everything being minus two on block. Which is also like kind of nuts if you're if you're making that balance change. I actually wonder if they're making that balance change. Are they going to change anything else about it? It's going to be yeah, like what are the iframes on that look like? If it's still going to be minus two on block, I don't know. It I actually got to thinking about it, but that's not what we're here to talk about, folks. Uh, we have actually a lot to cover if we're going to talk about the entire bracket of uh, last chance qualifier and Capcom Cup as it goes down. I'm just going to run through pretty much every matchup and kind of give my opinions on how things might go. Might run through some matchups quicker than others, uh, but here's my particular breakdown of Capcom Cup. But first, uh, let's take a look at uh, the last chance qualifier. I have all the pools brought up here uh, to show you who is uh, effectively going to f- be fighting Q uh, in the bracket. Uh, I'll kind of give some things that I would be excited to see 
particularly right here. I, it might be a stretch because I think that uh, Yuri and Zangief is a tough matchup, but Stupendous and Nemo uh, fighting each other in round two of their pools, assumingly round two of their pools. Uh, that's not a great matchup for Geef. I don't think. Uh, I think Yurian can just beat Geef in the neutral, clean. Uh, and Nemo is very good. Or Nemo is very good. But the grappler apologist in me says maybe Happy Stupendous is going to be. Maybe he's going to lay down the hurt and give everyone a big upset. If he makes that on winner side, I will be ecstatic. It is more likely that he'll come out on loser side of um, his A1 bracket and go from there. However, man, wouldn't that be incredible? Uh, next thing I want to bring up, uh, a lot of people I saw have MOV coming out of last chance qualifiers as the winner. A lot of people just assume uh, his name came up. Nemo's name also came up as potential winner for this tournament. And it's funny that they're... Uh, they're both playing pools at the same time, so that like it's gonna be tough to even catch both of these guys' matches uh, at the same time, which will be exciting. I think I, I honestly think the the later hours of uh, last chance qualifier are going to feel like uh, like day two of Evo. And if anyone's ever been, if anyone was there this year for day two of Evo. Uh, just so many good matches happening all at the same time that it's it was hard to jump from setup to setup and see like who's playing who, what's the current score. Uh, it's very exciting. But wouldn't it be awesome if PR Balrog sent MOV to losers or at least got out winner's side of the bracket? I think that would be exciting. I would like to see that. I think Brian F. Uh, I think Brian F. will make it out of pools. I like Mono, but I think Brian F has, I think Brian F has momentum right now, uh, enough to at least put him out in winner's side. Uh, here down in pool A4, Arlith, I'm sorry, buddy, <laughs> my man, I'm sorry. Uh, another name that, another name that I saw come up a lot. Now, when I ask people, who do you think is going to make it out last chance qualifier? A ton of people actually said infiltration. And I kind of didn't get it. I had infiltration out of this tournament pretty quickly. Uh, not like fast. Like I don't think he's going to lose in pools. I I would love it if Arlieth beat infiltration in round one. I think that'd be incredible. Uh, likely, I don't know. Uh, infiltration is just coming off of a win from Wednesday night fights. Uh, he showed up and. He won it. He won it with Minot. Uh, and it was it was a good show, but I will remind people that with the number of killers that showed up to Wednesday Night Fights, uh, many of them... It's kind of a mix, actually, between people who have already qualified for Capcom Cup uh, and people who are there to compete in a last chance qualifier. I know that there are... There was mixed people in that tournament, but would you be playing to the best of your ability to win in a effectively casual tournament the day the two days before the main the main course don't fill up on appetizers manatizers don't fill up on on that on appetizers before the main course two days later now he does have some momentum right now I think Benat's a pretty good character I think that she has the bit. I don't think she's a character that a lot of other people have figured out as well. Uh, so there's that. There hasn't been a ton of time with Minot. Uh, I mean, there has been a lot of time, but no one is playing it to Infiltration's level currently. Um, but I don't know. I had him out of this tournament. I didn't have him as a favorite to, to win Last Chance Qualifier, but a lot of people seem to have faith in him. And if that gets you excited to see Infiltration just have this late, late, late season tear uh, where he kind of went away for uh, maybe a couple personal reasons during the midseason, but man, wouldn't it be incredible to see him come back this late in the game and just say, no, I'm going to win Last Chance Qualifier. Uh 
Yeah, I don't know if anyone saw the interview with uh, Punk and, <laughs> and Infiltration immediately following Wednesday Night Fights, but I think Infiltration is gunned for him. I think he has the bloodthirst, yeah, which we can talk about later, which would be an interesting story. Uh, I had to scratch my beard about it uh, because I didn't... My gut reaction had him not even making an out-of-last-chance qualifier, but now that it... Now I think that it might be a possibility. Had to scratch my chin about it. Had to think about that for a minute. And I think it's a pretty interesting story. If I were a sports writer, which I am not, but if I were a sports writer, this would be... I would interview him if he made it out of last chance qualifier. Say that much. All right, pool A5. Uh, don't sleep. Don't sleep on Nick Tanella. Also, don't sleep on <laughs> XSK Samurai. Uh, both those players are very good. Nick actually had a really good showing at Wednesday Night Fights. I think he's hungry right now. I think he's playing really well. Uh, he plays Nikali. Uh, look for it. He played uh, Men RD uh, in Wednesday Night Fights and uh, won in a very, actually super exciting set. Uh, I don't know if that's very easy to find for you guys. Uh, maybe you have to find the replays on Twitch at this point. Don't know if those made it to VODs quite yet. Uh, but I don't know. That match, I was just on the edge of my seat. It made, me, it, it made me nervous in my gut. Like I was waiting for the doctor or something. Like it's, it was uneasy the entire time. And that's a good feeling, I think, when talking about fighting games. I like that kind of feeling. But also, uh, after he beat uh, Menardi, after uh, not on stream, he beat Didimo KOF. Uh, I think like immediately right after. I think it was back to back. Uh, this was not on stream. Didimo uh, KOF has ac actually already qualified for Capcom Cup. He plays Dalson. Granted, I think Nick has a lot of Dalson players out there that he has learned a lot from. Uh, he's probably ready for that matchup. Um, I don't know. I just want to throw it out there. Don't sleep on Nick. Uh, moving on to pool A6. Name st that steps out, Kaba. I'd like to see Kaba compete, but I would also um, like to see Kaba be probably cheering in the crowd. I don't know. There's, I would like to see Cabo go far. I, I'm interested to see if people had him coming out winner's side of uh, last chance qualifiers. Alex Myers, that's another guy who has a lot of momentum right now uh, in pool A7. I think he'll make it out. Um, maybe Zaffirino. Like give him a little bit of a try. Diminion. I don't know. Diminion hasn't, hasn't necessarily shown himself uh, this late season uh, in the Capcom Pro Tour, but Alex Myers has a lot of momentum right now, so I'm thinking he'll make it out of his pool. Uh, and of course, F-Champ uh, in pool A8. Uh, I, Hey, Mr. Mistopheles, I like sitting. Beat F-Champ for me, will you? That would be, I would appreciate that. That'd be, that'd be something else. All right, then... At 2 p.m., wave B. Like, there are still more killers to go, and this is just, like, this is, uh, what's the time difference here? This is noon to 2. This is two hours later, we're going to see these killers face off against each other. Uh, Doomsnake in pool B1. Uh, Velociraptor in there as well. The Time Dictator. And Sherry Genix. Don't sleep on Sherry. Uh, whom else? Uh, B2, we got Peru. JB, Lapchi. I didn't know Lapchi was going to be here. Damn. All right, cool. Like, even going through... Storm Kubo is going to be... Oh, man. That pool is... Dankadillus? Oh, damn. Dude, pool B2. Pool B2 is going to be nuts. Pavocado. Mmm. Oh, man. That's a... <laughs> that is one hell of a pool. <laughs> Looking at those names. Oh, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, I would be interested to see who makes it out winners and losers side in pool B2, uh, quite honestly. That, that'll that be an inch. I would like to be around that station, let's say that much. A lot of good matches going on over there. Uh, then in pool B3, we got LPN and Zhao Hai. Uh, I actually think not a lot of people said Zhao Hai when I brought up, do you think you know, who's going to make it out of, into last chance qualifier spot? Not a lot of people said Shanghai, but I think that Shanghai is gonna. I think he has a real potential to to make it out win uh, of the last chance qualifier. 
I think he can do it. He's one of my my top. Th he's one of my top two. I'm gonna put him in my top two slot. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. Uh, he's not my number one. I think that goes to MOV. In my heart, but Xiao Hai is my close second. Uh, okay, moving on. B4, Commander Jesse and K Brad uh, in pool B4. Uh, of course. Uh, who else we got? Pool B5. We got uh, F5, Moisey from Chile, uh, and Chris G. A lot of more people said that they thought Chris G was going to win. Uh, last chance qualifier than I thought. I thought he was out of momentum, but perhaps, you know, he's got that fire back in him with, with Marvel out there. Maybe he's playing a little bit better. I don't know. Uh, hard to say. I, I don't have much faith in that. I think there are much uh, better players that are going to show up on, on Friday. Uh, Aqua Aqua and Dr. Ray. Uh, got to be pulling for Dr. Ray. For DRA, sorry. Uh, okay, this one's interesting because I actually I I don't remember how this one ended up, but I think in okay so in pool B seven we have I'm still the daddy and Punoy. I I think they played each other uh, last night at, at Wednesday night fights. Uh, I can't be I'm not entirely sure about that. I think I'm still the daddy one. Um, I'd have to check the tapes on that one, but that will be an interesting fight here in pool B seven. Uh, and again, uh, I mean, I'm moving on to pool B8, Gamer B. Uh, it also surprised me that a lot of people had Gamer B, but I think he's out of steam. I think Brent can take him. I think Brent can come out winner's side of this particular bracket. Uh, that's kind of what I would be looking for. All right, and that will, that just about does it for all of the pools that we know are going to happen, right? Those are the potential big names that are showing up to this tournament that we know so far. Uh, there's still the death pool, uh, which has not been determined yet. I'm actually trying to look at these 10... No, it's... Because uh, the death pool person has to come out and play in this. Uh, so who we got? Okay. Christie's in the death pool? Marn? Why did you sign up earlier, Christie? Perhaps he thought he would have a better chance not signing up for Valiant? Oh, man. Chris T. Chris T, why you gotta do that? Why you gotta do that to yourself? Oh, well. And then he might have to play Brent. Wait a minute. Would he have to play Brent after that? He would run into Brent next. Oh, man. Bad situation for Chris T in that bracket, by the way. Uh-oh. Well, regardless, folks, I, I think that... In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I think MOV and Xiao Hai have a a strong possibility of moving on from last chance qualifiers into uh, into Capcom Cup the following day. Um, the cool kid, I would actually really like to see the cool kid win it. In my heart of hearts, I'd like to see the cool kid win it, just because that's like he has a lot of momentum right now. Abigail's a fun character to watch. Uh, People who are cheering him. It's fun to watch his wife, Joy, of course. Just that's that's also just a fun story. Again, sports writer in me, which by the way, not a sports writer, but the sports writer in me is saying that's a good story. That's a good story to tell, and I think it would be really interesting to see it happen. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. Actually, where I don't think I brought him up during during this. Uh, I don't know. He's okay. Yeah, he's in the same pool as Kappa. I kind of had a aneurysm at that point. I think he has a good chance of making it out. Winners. Um, hmm. No, yeah. I do. I do. I have faith. I, I think Cool Kid might make it out winner's side of his bracket. I'll, I'll at least go that far. I don't know where he'll, he'll go after that, but I think he'll make it out. But, man. Mm, I would just love... To whoever's running the stream, please, whenever Nemo and Stupendous uh, face each other uh, in Pool A, can you, just, can you please stream that for me, please? please um, I have a lot of muscle investment in in this muscle matchup and I really just I know you're listening out there but so please uh, but let's just assume maybe MOV takes it 
Actually, no, in my heart of hearts, just for storytelling purposes, let's say Infiltration takes it. Because I actually think this would be interesting in, in the bracket that I've made. I actually might change my opinion on this, but I'll let you guys know what how my bracket runs down here in a minute. Uh, if you are watching the the video of this, you'll have you'll be able to see all the brackets. I'll, I'll share links uh, in the description so you can follow along. Uh, if you are listening at home, if you're in the car, uh, do not look at these. Uh, do not risk being in an accident. It's not worth it. Put your phone away. Troublemaker. You're a danger. To, you're in a menace to everyone around you. Put it away. It's not worth it. Get some help. Uh, but let's assume that Infiltration wins it, and he gets this spot facing Punk in round one of Capcom Cup, taking place the following day. Now, a lot of people have talked about this to death, and I think it's... I guess it's worth talking about uh, that the player who wins last chance qualifier already knows. So everyone in that bracket already knows that if they win, they're going to play punk. So they've probably already studied that matchup a little bit beforehand leading up to this particular tournament. Uh, if you know that's a possibility and you're hungry enough, you're going to put in the work. So they know they're going to play him. They've watched the tapes. Punk, on the other hand, has no idea who he's going to play in round one. That's, some people would say, a huge disadvantage. Uh, he had a really good response on Twitter, which was uh, shared on our Street Fighter, that uh, you can't, <laughs> let me try and remember it correctly, uh, you can't be surprised if you never study for, <laughs> for any matchup ever. Which, it was in jest, but I don't, I actually don't think that's a joke. I think that's actually true. I think that's how he takes uh, the way that he plays. He's just that skillful of a player. Uh, he's got so much raw talent. Uh, but with that said, let's just say he faces off against Infiltration in round one of Capcom Cup. I still think Punk takes it. Uh, I know he was throwing some shade yesterday. and It would be very interesting story-wise if Infiltration won it. It'd be a good story to tell. Uh, but... I think this one's pretty easy. I think Punk's gonna move on round one. Uh, here's my here's my upset in the second match, of Capcom Cup. I have I have no faith in in the God. I don't. I think the gods have fallen. I, granted, Daigo has had had some momentum uh, in this late season. He picked up Guile, and he has been doing rather well uh, with Guile. But I, mm, I, I have I have Brolinho moving on in round one. I have I have him taking it over Daigo. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But I do believe that Brolinho will will beat Daigo in round one. You got to have some upsets. That's my upset. I think that's gonna. Like, a lot of people are going to say, oh, my gosh, Daigo, he lost to Berlino, but no, don't sleep on Berlino. He is a very strong player, very strong to Cali, and I think he can take it over over Daigo's guile, my opinion. But uh, then third match of Capcom Cup, we have Kazunoko versus Big Bird. I, to be clear, before I, I say who I have taken this one, I love Big Bird. I think he's a great dude. I think he's a great guy. Uh, his AMA on on our Street Fighter was fantastic. Uh, he has a great attitude. Uh, he's a funny guy as well. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, I love his community. I love watching the, the VODs from his community. Uh, it's very entertaining commentary. If, if you want to find some excitable styles, check that shit out. Uh, and I know that I would only say this much if I didn't have him moving on. That might be telling. Uh, but I think Kazunoko is going to take it. Kazunoko is just... He's so good. His cami is so good. He's been playing so well all season. Uh, and it, I'm going to be talking about Kazunoko a little bit later on in this bracket. Uh, but I think his cami is very strong. I think Kazunoko has been playing very well. Not even just in Street Fighter Five. Uh but in Guilty Gear as well, and I think that is helping him out. And uh, that's helping his, his game sense. Uh, he is playing very strong, uh, and I think he's going to go into this tournament pretty hot. Uh, I am, I am so sorry, Big Bird. 
I don't know if it matters if you play Zeku, and I don't know if it matters if you play Ken. You might be better off playing Zeku. Big Bird's probably better off playing Zeku in that matchup. But I gotta give it to Kaz. Alright. Fourth match of Capcom Cup. Zien versus Mena RD. Uh, I, I think this one goes to Zien. Uh, Ibuki versus... Uh, I don't know. What are you going? I guess he would go Abigail. That seems... That seems bad. That seems like Ibuki would be able to trounce at, specifically with the number of setups and, you know, you know look out for instant overhead, man. That's all I gotta say. If you pick Abigail, there's gonna be, at some point, there's gonna be a bomb. Let's put it this way. Let's put a bet on, uh, maybe not a bet. So I don't know who I'm betting in for, for what cost. I haven't thought about that yet. Maybe I'll think about that when I post the, <laughs> when I go to post this, uh, this particular podcast, but Let's say the over-under on Sien doing a bomb instant overhead setup on Manard. Regardless of who he chooses, because he could also maybe go Birdie, which is also a big body. Not as big a body as Abigail, uh, but we got that big body. And I'm thinking number of bombs into instant overheads. I think he's going to do it once, then maybe fake it out a second time, like an empty jump low. I think that might happen. Regardless, I got Zien moving on. And moving on to match five. Uh, Hayatani and Sako. Uh, Sako is a very strong player, but Hayatani has been playing so clean. Hayatani has been playing so clean. Not just for the, for the last two seasons, basically. Like My, my dude here is a strong player. Uh, I think Kaitani is actually going to go quite far in this tournament. I think he's ready. I think that he is, yeah, has continued to be a strong player. It's not like he's shown any signs of letting up. Uh, and I have Hayatani taking it over Sako, round one. Uh, match six, Justin Wong and Moke. I'm sorry, Justin. I'm sorry, Justin. He's been playing. He's been playing some better Street Fighter. Uh, his his Karen has gotten better, uh, and he has even said this. Uh, his Karen has gotten better uh, th that he's been playing a lot more Marvel. Uh, I get it. Playing other games helps you become a better player. I I am playing other. I should redefine that. Playing other fighting games most of the time uh, results in playing better in the games that you're like super focusing on. Just overall, you become a better player, uh, better game sense uh, if you're in multiple games. Uh, and I think that has paid off for Justin having played as much Infinite as he has been playing these days. Uh, however, with that said, damn, I love Moke. I think I think that's that he's going to take that matchup. I mean, Rashid versus Karen. That's I, I gotta I gotta give it to I gotta give it to Moke on this one. All right, uh, problem X and eight hundred one Strider again. This is another situation where my gut, the fan in me, I'm a fan of man, I'm a fan of eight hundred one Strider. Love the guy. I've said this before on this podcast. Go check his AMA. The dude is, he's like Prince Charming. He is, he's a catch, ladies. Actually, I don't know if he's with. I should actually probably check that before I say that out loud. Regardless, uh, he he has wooed me, and I love him. However, I think it's going to be a tough match. I think that's going to be an interesting match to watch. Problem X, got that M. Bison, got Lord Bison versus Laura. The, who's gonna who's gonna go with me on this bet that every single match in that set will end with one of them being in V-Trigger. I think that's going to be the case. Uh, Problem X has been playing so, so well uh, recently. And this isn't even just... Uh, watch his his interviews. I think with... I think it's with Matthew Edwards. I think it's with the Street Rider uh, just recently where uh, he says that he's he's working hard. He's putting in the hard work. 
uh, and he's got the knowledge. Uh, he has, he's probably the best bison out there that I could think of. I think that this, uh, this tournament's probably going to prove that. Uh, very strong, bright, very strong bison, very strong Lord Bison. I think, I think he's my favorite here in this particular matchup. Uh, between Problem X and Adolin Strata. So I'm giving it to Problem X, uh, moving on to round two. Uh, and now, Itabashi, Zangief, and Phenom. I mean, no question. There's no question here. You know who's moving on. I, I'm only going to say it out loud so that there is no, and can be no confusion, but Itabashi, Zangief, will be moving on from round one. Please. He's not going to go out in round one. It's Itazan. It's my man. It, it's the best Zangief out there. That's the best Zangief. He's moving on round one. Please. He has the muscle power within him to move on. I have faith in Itabashi. All right. Uh, moving on to the ninth match. Tokido versus Ricky Ortiz. Uh, a lot of... We talked uh, about Ricky getting into Capcom Cup at length in last week's show. So if you're interested in talking about that quote-unquote controversy. I actually don't think it's very controversial. It was in the rules the entire time. It just upset a lot of people. I get it. Uh, and I think that's something they're going to be addressing perhaps uh, next year uh, for the Capcom Pro Tour. But regardless, this is the match we're going to have on Saturday. We're going to have this will happen. Tokido versus Ricky Ortiz. I think Ricky's going to come in strong, but she is not going to be Tokido. Uh, Tokido is, he's too good. He's too good, and he's been too good, and he's still too good. And, he's, and we know for a fact he's going to get the right distance on that monitor. Well, and no, I said, well, if he, if they set his chair in a location in the stage that, you know, he can't get that right distance, if he can't get that to the best eighth of an inch, uh, yeah, maybe Ricky has a shot here, uh, but otherwise, I, I mm, Tokyo is moving on round one. Please. All right, next matchup: Gachikun versus Go One versus Goichi. I'm actually gonna give it to, to Goichi on this one. Uh, Rashid versus Abuki. I. Mm. It's one of those things. I think this could go either way. Both of them are very strong players. That's a. I feel like that's going to be a bracket breaker right up front. Because uh, I, I honestly feel this. I am. I am actually 50-50 on this one in my in my heart of hearts. But if you gotta ask me, if you want my bracket advice, I have Goichi Zabuki taking over Gachikens Rashid. I just do. Uh, okay, match 11. Fudo versus Momochi. This one is super sad uh, because of, you know, how often these two play each other. Uh, play, each other play each other, just seen around each other all the time. Gotta fly over to, to Anaheim, California to play in the biggest tournament of the year. And they gotta play each other round one. That's just, I don't know, that's rough. That's rough. Uh, Fudo, of course, playing Armika, Momochi, um, probably playing Ibuki. I don't think he's playing Ken anymore. I don't think he would. I just think about the matchup for a second, but that'll be, that'll be Ibuki. Uh, got a, I'm, I don't know, he'll probably, he might, hmm. He'll probably play Ken, actually. He'll probably play Ken. Uh, and I think Fudo's gonna take it. Uh, I've said this on the podcast before, but Fudo is my wife's. A favorite player so gotta give it to Fudo gotta give it to Fudo also I to be to be clear here not just my wife's favorite player I think Fudo is very strong I think again this is just another player who has been very consistent uh, I think very consistent in Japan as well uh, I think Fudo has a good chance of going pretty far in this tournament and I'm giving it Fudo round one and moving on to Bonchan and Smug Bonchan, I think, is going to be playing Nash here. Uh, I don't think we're going to see that late season switch here. I think he's going to stick with Nash, who he's been with for a while. Nash versus Smugs, Balrog. This one is 
kind of tough. I feel like a lot of people might give this one the smug, and I, I think they might be right. But I think Bonchan's going to take it. I think Bonchan is going to show up to this tournament, and he is going to come hungry. He's going to, he's going to at least put on a performance. I love Bonchan. Giving it to Bonchan. I'm sorry, Smug. I'm so sorry, Smug. Again, I love you, and I know you love Bonchan too. I'm not telling you to take a dive, but maybe for some bracket accuracy, maybe. All right, moving on. We got Yukadon versus Didimo KOF. Uh, I'm. I think this one is going to be pretty clear. I'm giving this to Yukadon. Yukadon is. Yukadon is so good. Hisabuki is is so good. He played. He and he's been playing so cleanly, like the during the, like nearing the end of the season. He he's just been he like he has a lot of momentum right now too. Again, we keep talking about momentum. Uh, he's been rolling all year. Kind of kind of similar to how Tokita has been rolling, uh, but Yukidon's Ibuki versus Didimo KOF's uh, Dalsum. I think this one's going to Yukidon. I might even say this one's free Yukidon. I might even say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, folks, moving on to the next match. We have Oil King versus Snake Eyes. This one hurts, actually. Um, this one hurts. I love Snake. I love Snake Eyes. Uh, watch that Red Bull documentary on him. It's super good. Uh, he is a good dude at heart. I love him. I loved watching that dude play. Uh, I love his attitude. I love his I love his Zangief. But I think Oil King's gonna take this. I think Oil King's Rashid is gonna take this. Uh, because Oil King has been I think a lot of people are sleeping on Oil King. I, there I know there are a lot of people out there who know who he is and are familiar with how good Oil King is. But I don't know if that has necessarily translated to a lot of people in the states, a lot of people stateside. I don't think I uh, have a good grip on how uh, overbearing, how uh, smothering Oil King plays, uh, how smart this man is. Uh, I have some faith in Oil King. I was, uh, I'll say that now to allude to some later matchups, but I have Oil King taking it over Snake Eyes round one. Uh, next up, we have Dagura versus Luffy. Uh, versus Luffy. Uh, Dagura versus <laughs> Dagura. That's, if you say that with a, a harsh American accent, it is rather funny. Uh, but I'm giving this one to Dagura's, Dagura's Urian. Uh, over Luffy's Armika. I just think that uh, I don't know, Duggar's, he's so good uh, and his experience is real hard to block. That's all, that's all I'm going to say about that. And I have Duggar taking over Luffy round one. Now uh, next up, last match in round one is Verloren versus Mago. Uh, I have this one on Verloren. I have this one on Verloren's Cami over Mago's Mago's uh, Karen. I I know Mago is so good. I know he's a good player. The things that I've seen him do in big tournaments later in the la in the latter half of this year have been unimpressive. And I know that everyone out there, everyone on this list, has been training up hard to beat Karen in this tournament. They have their eye on that number one slot. They have their eye on Punk. But in the process of doing so, I think has doubly prepared them to beat Mago. And I'm sorry, Mago, but given round one to Verloren here. All right, that wraps up round one. So we're going to hop back to the top of the bracket to Punk in round two. Uh, Punk versus Berlino. Uh, I'm giving this one to Punk. I, uh, yeah, I think this one's pretty clear. I, 
Brolino is a very strong player, uh, but I do believe that Punk will send him to losers in round two. I think Punk has Nikali experience. I think that's that's pretty clear here. Uh, one of his better training partners plays Nikali, so I think that this is going to be. I might say he's going to go 3-0 in this particular matchup, but got Punk moving on uh, in round two. Round two, next up in round two, I have Kazunoko versus Sien. Uh, I have, I got to give this one to Kaz. I have to give it to Kazunoko. I know that Sien has this uh, momentum here, but Kaz is just such a good player. Now, I've heard a lot of people say that they don't think and I've been hearing people say this for a while, and I think it's a line of hot bullshit. Uh, and it's that they think about how I've even said this <laughs> to be clear uh, that the way that Kazunoko plays is he's very challenging on your wake ups. Kind uh, of one of his things is like wake up crouching medium kick or wake up jab, uh, just to challenge you for maybe trying to do, maybe trying to bait a throw. Uh, and then people say, oh, Sien, he's so clean. He's got mad setups. He's going to be meaty AF all over your A. But that assumes that Kazunoko is he's just going off the handle like he's rolling the dice in his brain. That is not the case. Uh, Kazunoko gets away with crouching medium kick on wake up because he's aware that the next time you're going to try and pressure him, you're going to try a beta throw, and he's going to punish you for it. But he's not going to just... That's the thing that he's so good at, is that he's so good at not just avoiding or playing defensively against pressure. It's that he's a step ahead and punishing you for that potential pressure you were going to do anyway. It is a riskier way to play, yes. But the dude's a mind reader. His sense for Oki is, I almost want to say, unmatched. Uh, and his Kami's been very strong this year. I'm giving it to Kaza for Sienna. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kaza's moving on round two. All right, next up, Hayatani versus Moke. Hayatani's so good. He is so good. I will repeat this to death. Hayatani is so good. His Rashid will be moving on against... I'm sorry. Uh, his Nikali is moving on versus Moke's Rashid. It won't be clean. This one won't be... This one won't be free. Uh, this will be a... This will actually be a fun match to watch if it ends up happening. But giving it to Hayatani. Moving on in round two. All right. Round two. This one is interesting because we saw this at Wednesday Night Fights. At least in as it's showing up in my bracket. Uh, Problem X versus Itabashi Zangief in round two. Uh, if you watched Wednesday Night Fights uh, on Wednesday, uh, last night, uh, this matchup happened. Uh, and I saw people share that clip of, of Problem X uh, perfecting Itazan in round one. But the rest of that set did not go that way for Problem X. Uh, it was 2-0 Itabashi Zangief, and I think he's going to take it here uh, in in Capcom Cup uh, come Friday if this matchup happens. So I got Itabashi moving on in round two. In round three, I have Tokido uh, versus Goichi versus Go1. Uh, and again, got to give this one to Tokido. Uh, I think Tokido is just such a strong player. He is ready for Ibuki's. Uh, I don't think he's going to be surprised by any Ibuki's out there. Uh, my man is smart, and his Akuma will be moving on in round two. Next up, I have Fudo versus Bonchan. I love Bonchan. I don't think his Nash is has it against Fudo's Armika. I think Fudo is going to take this one. I think we're going to see some... Some, it's going to be a close match. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting situations in the neutral where one of them might press a button that seems like it's out of nowhere and it will connect with their opponent. I think that will definitely happen in this particular matchup, and you'll go, how did that connect? You know, I, I, I would like to watch this match just for 
the possibility of that happening because I think it's very high. Uh, it'll be like, well, was he a monitor? Did he know he was going to press that button at that time? And the answer is just yes, he he did. And I don't, I'm not saying I know who who it's going to be, who's going to do this. It could be either of them. Uh, but that'll be an interesting matchup to watch if it ends up happening. All right. Uh, next up in round two, Yukadon and Oil King. I'm giving this to Oil King. I, this is my this is maybe my biggest bracket upset. I think a lot of people are going to go into this thinking Yukadon has it on lock, but I am giving this one to Oil King. I think Oil King's going to take it. I think he's going to move on in round two. I have that gut feeling that's telling me that he's going to outperform people uh, people's expectations uh, because they don't expect much of him. Uh, I think he's going to give Yukadon a run for his money if this matchup happens. So I got Oil King moving on in round two. Now, moving down the bracket, Dogura versus Verloren. Uh, give me this one to Dogura. Uh, I think Dogura is so good. His mix-ups are so good. Uh, his Urian is strong. Giving it to Dogura. He's moving on in round two. Uh, which we'll keep it. We'll keep it winner side for now. We might drop down to loser side in a minute because I have some. We'll probably hop down to. We'll hop down to loser side after we go through winner side. But moving on to round three, winner side. I have Punk versus Kazunoko in round three winners. Uh, and in this instance, I am giving it to Punk. Punk is so strong. I I could say this about both of these players, but. I think that Punk is going to take it over Kazunoko. So I have Punk moving on in round three, winner's side. Uh, next up, we have Hayatani versus Itabashi Zangief. You know where my muscle belief is. I worship at the altar of muscle, and Itabashi Zangief will be moving on in round three. Itabashi Zangief is going far in this tournament in winner's side. He's going on to round three. He will be moving on to round four. I, I But... Uh, We'll get into what happens after that. Uh, round three. Next up, I have Tokido versus Fudo. I think this is going to be an upset here. I think that people's expectations are that Tokido is so strong. How could he lose to Fudo? And I think Fudo is... I think Fudo is going to beat Tokido. It, it will not be free. It will be a contentious match. Uh, but Fudo will come out to victory and move on to round four. Um, moving down the list, Oil King versus Dogura. Nah, this one was tough. But again, I'm giving it to my man, Oil King. He might not, like, I might be totally wrong in this assumption that Oil King is going to come in hard with his Rashid and make some waves in this bracket. I might be totally wrong on that. And this matchup has no potential to even happen. However,. I'm giving it to Oil King in round three. He will be moving on against Dogura. Okay. Now, moving quickly, moving on to round four. I have Punk and Itabashi Zangief. Punk's going to pick Nash, and he's going to beat Itabashi Zangief. It's. It won't be. It won't be 3 0. But it might be like. It might be 3 1. Now, don't tell me, oh, but I saw this matchup at Wednesday Night Fights. If you think Punk showed up to that tournament to play, I don't think that. I don't. I don't think that's true at all. Uh, and I'm not just saying that as, like, as someone who's just a huge fan of Punk, because I think that we all know who my spirit is with right now. But I think Punk's gonna take it. It's what happened at Evo. Uh, it's. And if this matchup happens, I got Punk moving on against Itabashi Zangief in round four. The other match in round four, uh, this is top eight winner side, uh, is Fudo versus Oil King. And this is where Oil King's reign ends. I have Fudo moving on in round four, uh, which then puts us at an interesting winner's finals uh, with Punk and Fudo. And I'm actually going to give... Winners finals to Fudo. And I'm going to stop there on winner's side, right? I'm going to say that Fudo takes it over Punk in winner's side. Now let's move down to the loser's side of the bracket, right? Uh, so again, that was Fudo versus Punk, winner's finals. 
I'm giving that one to Fudo. I think he, if that matchup happens, I think he could beat Punk. Now, round one losers. The last chance qualifier winner versus Daigo. Wouldn't that be interesting if that's infiltration? And wouldn't you know it, I have Daigo losing. I have Daigo going 0-2. I have Daigo going 0-2 in this tournament. Because, I mean, if that's infiltration, that's Minot versus Guile. And I actually don't think that's a very hot matchup for Guile. I think... Daigo's gonna need to put some work in if that if that particular matchup happens. I absolutely think Infiltration will be moving on and taking it over Daigo uh, in round one losers. Uh, moving on, uh, losers round one, I have Big Bird versus Menard Giving this one to Big Bird. Love Big Bird. Uh, next match, Sako versus Jay Wong. I'm sorry, Justin. I'm sorry. But you haven't won a match in Capcom Cup. You haven't won a match in Capcom Cup yet. Man, it hasn't happened. I'm sorry. And I don't know if it's going to be your year. But I have Sacco taking it. Moving on in from Losers Round 1. Next up, 801 Strider versus Phenom my bracket. I have 801 Strider moving on. Uh, now the next matchup, Ricky Ortiz versus Gachikun. I'm giving this one to Ricky because I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on Ricky and saying she's going to be free. She hasn't been putting in any work since you know, she pretty much knew she wasn't going to qualify for Capcom Cup. But lo and behold, little did she know that she might make it into Capcom Cup. Uh, and I think that this one would be, this in my heart is what I want. It will very likely actually be Gachikun, Gachikun moving on in this matchup, uh, or Koichi uh, moving on uh, versus Ricky Ortiz. However, it would be an interesting story if Ricky could at least show that you know she showed up, not free. And even if her matches are interesting to watch and and not blowouts like that would be I'd like that as well but I want those to be interesting matchups and for the story and for you know the exciting for, for it to be an exciting tournament for things that I think would be cool to watch it would be cool to see to watch Ricky Ortiz move on here in losers round one next up down the bracket I have Momochi versus Smug Oof, I'm sorry Momochi but I'm, I'm giving this one to Smug uh, Momochi's been focusing on his training programs. Got that, got that ninja school all up and running, um, and I think that that has taken a lot of his interest—not interest away, but a lot of his uh, ability to really hone in on the skills to to blast through this tournament. And I think Smug is hungry, and I think Smug's going to take it if this match happens. Giving it to Smug. So next up, oof, this one's rough. Roll of the dice, but Didimo KOF versus Snake Eyes in losers round one. I am. Listen, I know Snake has the ability to play against a lot of very strong Dalsims. I know he has that ability. However, I am giving this one to Didimo. Uh, he'll probably choose Kuma in this matchup. He'll switch off Geef. Uh, and at that point, the Muscle Spirit will have left him and traveled into the body of Itabashi Zangief, thus doubling the muscle spirit of Itabashi Zangief, giving him the power to move on in the winner's side. Please have faith. When you worship at the, the altar of muscle, uh, these are the realities that I have to live with, and I think that's going to happen. We're going to see the muscle spirit leave Snake Eyes, uh, through his eyes, actually, uh, and then be transferred into the... It will become flesh... Uh, in the body of, of Itazan. Alright. Last match in Losers Finals. I have Luffy and Mago. I know I was giving Mago some shit earlier. But I have... I'm throwing him this match. Uh, specifically because of something that Problem X said in his interview. Uh, that... Uh, he he kind of downplays how you know, people's work ethic. Uh, in the in the, their grind out there in the EU, I think because of that, 
I think Luffy might be a little bit soft right now. I don't think he's coming in hard into Capcom Cup. Uh, at least not as you know trained as Mago's going to be. I think Mago has a lot to... I would I would like to see Mago go further in this tournament than Owen too, even though I think that it is a distinct possibility that he might. All right, losers round two. I have Verloren versus the Last Chance qualifiers, and I have Verloren moving on. It would be interesting if it was Infiltration moving on and really tearing up this bracket, but I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that anyone from Last Chance Qualifiers will make it very far in the tournament. Uh, I could be totally wrong on that. I could be, you know, talking out of my ass right now. And it, again, I will say, the sports writer in me says that it is interesting. Uh, if this spot goes to infiltration and he tears up the bracket, makes top eight, and proves me wrong, I'd love to see that. But I have Verloren moving on in round two. Uh, next up, I have Yukonon and Big Bird. Giving this one to Yukonon. I'm sorry, Big Bird, but uh, one and two, Capcom Cup. I'm sorry. I apologize. This is Yukonon is just—he's too strong. He's too strong, and he's been playing so consistently that it would be hard to. It's hard not to have Yukonon not go far in this particular tournament. I know I sent him down to losers pretty early, but. It's, it's hard to envision a scenario where Yukadon doesn't make it to at least top eight in this tournament. Uh, next up, I have Bonchan versus Sako. Gotta love Bon Bon Bonchan. He's moving on. Shut up. Sorry, Sako. Uh, next up, I have Goichi versus 801 Strider. Again, I love 801 Strider, but I'm giving this one to Goichi. Uh, then next up, I got Problem X versus Ricky Ortiz. I'm giving this one to Problem X. Problem X is so strong. His bison is his bison. Very strong. Uh, and even if it's Gachikin in this situation, I think even in that scenario, I would give it to Problem X. Uh, moving on. Uh, Moke versus Smug. I'm going to give this one Smuggles. I'm going uh, I'm to put Smug ahead here. I'm going to give him the win. He's going to stay alive for another round. Next up, I have Sien versus Didimo. And I'm actually going to give a big upset here. I think this is going to be the weird big upset. And I'm going to give it to Didimo KOF. And my gut might be telling me that Sien might not even make it. <laughs> Sien might ride to winner's finals here. That might happen. That scenario might happen, but... In this particular bracket, uh, I'm going to put Dinimo ahead. Uh, Brolinho versus Mago. Uh, this is where Mago stops and Brolinho moves on in the bracket. Uh, then moving on to losers round three. Verloren versus Yukadon. I'm giving that one to Yukadon. Again, I can't envision a scenario where Yukadon doesn't make it to top eight. I just can't. Uh, then next up, I got Bonchan versus Goichi, and I want to see Bonchan go on a tear in the loser's bracket. This particular matchup, Bonchan versus Goichi, if it happens, again, will be very exciting. I will be very excited to see this particular matchup. Uh, but anyway, moving on uh, to Problem X. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Did I lose my place? No, I didn't. Problem X versus Smug. Uh, this is where Smug's ride stops, and Problem X will be moving on. I have Problem X taking it over Smug here. Uh, then I got Didimo KOF versus Berlino, and I have Berlino moving on versus Didimo KOF. Uh, watch Nick Tanella beat Didimo KOF's Dalsim. Uh, I think Berlino has what it takes. His, his Nikali is nasty. Um, speaking of Nikali's, hot damn, Hayatani and Yukadon. This matchup's tough, but I'm giving this. I imagine this this set will happen in this tournament at some point. Uh, Hayatani versus Yukadon, uh, and I think Yukadon's going to take it. I think he's going to take it over Hayatani. Um, next up, I have Kazunoko versus Bonchan, and Kazunoko went. I have Kazunoko taking it over Bonchan in my bracket. Uh, next up, I have Dogura versus Problem X, and I'm going to give this one to Dogura. Uh, now, remember, I sent Tokido to losers 
so that's why you see that name. I have him losing to Fudo up here in round three winner's side. So loser's side round four, I have Tokido versus Berlino. And Tokido's moving on. I don't think... I don't think Brolinio can take it over. It, it will be an interesting set if it happens, but uh, I can't envision Tokido not moving on in that situation. All right, losers, round five. Yukidon versus Kazunoko. Uh, Kazunoko. Kazunoko, loser's side top eight. Kazunoko is so good. He's so good. I know that Yukidon has this momentum. I know that he has this... Uh, consistent play throughout the year but I'm giving it to Kaz I love Kaz he's moving on uh, Dogura versus Tokido Tokido will be moving on now I have uh, in losers round 6 Oil King versus Kazunoko and I am giving it to Kazunoko uh, Oil King's reign ended in Winterside when he fought against Fudo in my bracket losing to Fudo and then losing to Kazunoko that's that's going to be that would be rough uh, and then bottom side of losers round six i have itabashi zangief and tokido and this is where this is where the muscle dies friends this is where we bury the muscle uh and that one's tough uh if it were to happen but i'm i mean i think tokido will would have it clean it's not a great matchup for akuma either but Tokido is has ha, is and has been so strong this year that I I would love to see Tokido move on in that set. Even though I have muscle bias. Alright, losers round seven. Uh, this is losers semifinals. Uh, I have Kazunoko versus Tokido. Uh, and I'm giving it to Tokido. To create a scenario in losers finals of Punk versus Tokido. Uh, this is my dream scenario. Uh, that they don't actually meet in Winterside where there's a chance for them to to have at it again. I want a one and done between them. I want this blood feud to be settled in Capcom Cup with one best of five. I don't want there to be a reset situation. One and done. That's it. And I'm going to give it to Punk in this situation. I think specifically because he's going to come into this set so hungry to beat Tokido. Will Tokido use that to his advantage, knowing that Punk has that, has that thirst, has that hunger? Perhaps. But I want to see them play one set best of five, and I want to see Punk take it. Which then brings us to Grand Finals. Uh, again, a repeat of Fudo versus Punk in Winners Finals, uh, and I have Punk winning his winning in Grand Finals, but the Grand Finals reset. I'm giving it to Fudo, and Fudo is my Grand Champion of Capcom Cup 2017. I love Fudo. I think it's Fudo. I think it's Fudo's time. He has played. He has played the maid of honor so many times this year that I, I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. Got to give this man his dues. He is so strong. I love his Armika. I love the way he plays in general. It's, it is a thing to watch. And there's going to be some interesting sets here, but I would love to see Fudo take it this year at Capcom Cup. And I know I'm selling out my, I sold out my country, but I wouldn't be the first person to do it, right? Wouldn't be the first person to sell out their country in America. When discussing Capcom Cup 2017, I'm saying, but uh, I would love to see Fudo take it this year in Grand Finals of Capcom Cup. But again, I want to set up that specific scenario of Punk versus Tokido. Losers Finals, they play one set best of five, and I want to see Punk take it. face off to get that like double jeopardy right with fudo versus punk that would just be an interesting situation this would be an interesting bracket it might be you know you might want to see if you know if infiltration makes it as the last chance qualifier maybe that messes up your bracket a little bit 
it changes how your gut feels about it but let me know let me know what you guys think let me know who you have going far in your bracket um respond to the in the comments section i'm going to provide a bracket that you guys can fill out or actually just share the um i actually think they have prizes on on the official smash gg uh, tournament like a fantasy bracket that you guys can fill out uh so actually sh i'll share that one i'll share that one uh because they're giving out like hoodies and stuff because you want a sick hoodie i want a sick hoodie but it's cozy on the inside uh yeah, would, actually, now I think about it, would Capcom's hoodie be cozy on the inside? Probably not. Probably not. It's filled with disappointment. Uh, but uh, I'll share that in the comments section of this. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sharing in the comments section of the podcast. Uh, it'll be there in the comment in the post uh, when it's posted to Reddit. And if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, that information will be in the description. Uh, so, anyway, folks, that wraps it up. That's the that's kind of my path through Capcom Cup 2017. Again, very interested to see what you guys have to say. Uh, see who you guys have and have going forward. And don't tell me Itabashi Zangief's going out round round one. Don't tell me that. I'm talking Ibizan right now. Muscle Spirit has risen again within me, showing up one more time as I close out tonight. Uh, again, I'm Joe Monday. Uh, you can find me at Super Joe Monday on Twitter, uh, or you can find me on the sub on our Street Fighter at uh, user Joe underscore Monday. Uh, that's Joe underscore M U N D A Y. A slight misspelling of the day. Uh, and that wraps it up for the latest edition of RSF Radio. Take care, folks. Peace.